It's the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Hey, welcome to the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. I am Stephen T. Holmes, joined as always by my good friend, Matthew Miner. And your mortal enemy, Louise Chonky Gravy. If I, you're new to the show, uh, we're going to have some fun here today. Let's start off. Uh, one thing we do is we like to help our listeners. Mm-hmm. Sometimes our listeners come to us with questions. We got a question here from Darren, who comes uh, writes to us today with this question. Let's help Darren out, guys. Mm-hmm. Darren writes, I'm 10 years old. Daddy said that when I saved enough money, I could buy anything I wanted with it. All my life, I have wanted a monkey. I've saved $14. I asked Daddy if I could buy a pet monkey, and he said no, because I want to know how to take care of it. He goes on to say, do you know anyone who has a pet monkey and can give me some advice? Thanks, Darren. This is a doozy of a question. This is a really great question. It's a question that I've pondered my entire life. Mm-hmm. Why can I not buy a monkey, Dad? Here's the thing. I think your dad is probably just hung up on the care aspect of it. So if you take that out of the equation, he'd probably be totally fine with you buying a monkey. So you just need to find a monkey that already knows how to take care of himself. Ooh, a self-trained monkey. A self-trained monkey. A self-care monkey. He does his self-care Sundays. He does his own shampooing. He has a job. He has a bank account. He does his taxes. That's the kind of monkey they're looking for. Man, if I could find a monkey that not only does his own taxes, but my taxes, mm-hmm. jackpot. He's going to save us money in the long run. Yeah, your dad would be so happy when his taxes are just finished for him. You, you, you see dad, you sit him down, you say, hey, dad, uh, you know those lunches you go to? You can write those off. That's what the monkey said. And yeah. he's going to be like, what? Dad, you're just complaining that you don't understand capital gains. Well, this monkey does. I, I like the kind of monkey that you're describing. It's very uh, Dunstan checks in. He's very self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. You know, probably probably very helpful to have around. Yeah. Louise, you fucking idiot. Everyone knows Dunstan checks in was an orangutan. Yeah, well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it could be any. We didn't, we didn't, we don't really know what kind of monkey he wants to buy. Do you think you could actually Great get question. the monkey from Dunstan Checks In? Because Dunstan doesn't seem to be making any more movies recently. So what else is he doing? Matt, um, then we came out in the 90s. That monkey is probably dead. How long do monkeys last? Great question. Um, monkeys last or live uh, anywhere from 16 or 63 years. Oh, I was actually asking how long do they last? Oh, in bed? Uh, 12 minutes. Another way a monkey can make money for daddy is to pimp out that monkey for lady monkeys or breeding. Right. It's a hot market out there. It's a really hot market. So that's how you convince your dad. You say, this isn't a purchase. This is an investment. There's going to be a return exactly. on investment. The ROI for monkeys, especially uh, mating monkeys, is very high, as we all know. You know, you read that in The Economist. Drop that line. Your dad will be like, The Economist? Everyone trusts that magazine. My son's a genius. Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. it's a hot monkey market. Mm-hmm. Yep. It'll be like Bitcoin. It'll start low. It'll explode. You'll be at the top of the monkey chain. I got different advice for this kid. Okay. 
I think, um, you know, you're on a saving spree right now, but you're saving and saving and you're still being told what to do. You know, that is just not, not cool, man. So I would just so kill keep, the dad. Uh, not, oh, no, no, okay. no, not hire a monkey to kill the dad. Also, it's an option, but it wasn't where I was going. Oh, where were you going? Um, I think that this kid should just save and save and save. <laughs> Buy a home and turn mm. that into a monkey kingdom of sorts, you know? Then you go live on your own, you know, by, what are you, you're, you're 10 now? You go live on your own by 14? You could have a whole monkey kingdom. Because That's true. monkeys can't be that expensive individually to buy. So I would say, save your pennies, you know, make some investments, make some life choices, and get out of that situation where you're being told what to do with your cash. And then when you uh, live in the whole monkey kingdom, you can just, like, play Nintendo Switch and, you know, hang out with monkeys all day. That's just the dream. Freedom 14 is really what we're going for here. The other option, if you don't want to buy a monkey, is cats are free. Yeah, that's true. Are you suggesting a cat would be more fun to have than a monkey? Yeah. Do you remember, like, in, uh, isn't it in Friends that, like, Ross has a monkey for a little bit? I think so. Yeah. It's like He also gets hepatitis. Oh, yeah. (laughs) From the monkey? Uh, Is it from the monkey? It's from Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to today's theme, New Beginnings. It's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. It's morning. Deb is sitting at the table enjoying a hot cup of coffee. She has an empty plate in front of her, ready for breakfast. She stares vacantly into space. Her husband, Henry, enters. He sees Deb at the table and avoids talking to her while pouring himself a bowl of cereal. What are you doing, dear? I'm uh, making myself some breakfast. Oat flakes? But why? Because I want oat flakes. You want oat flakes? But the meal kit will be here any second now. Deb, honey, I want to talk to you about this meal kit thing. It sure is great, huh? A real time saver. It sounded like a nice idea when you first talked about it, but it's not quite what I was expecting. You're right. It's not. Yes, it's not what we expected. No, it's so much better. Real easy peasy, and it makes my tum go yum, and it's the best investment we've ever made. No, no, it's not. It's just the same thing every day. Hot dogs. Hot dogs every single day for three weeks now. Yeah, it's like a dream come true. I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow. A real hot shit. No, this this is bad for us. How can something so easy be bad for us? It takes care of breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No muss, no fuss. And I get to spend more time training my birds. Those aren't birds. They're leftover hot dogs. The fridge. The house. It's full of leftover hot dogs. Look what it's done to our boy. 
Look at little Billy. Look at our boy. Little Billy is on the couch, wrapped in a blanket, heavily fevered and near death. He just needs a little bit of grub. I'll feed him, just like I feed my little birds. Please, Deb, let me help you. End this madness. Deb turns her head to face Henry. Her face is still vacant. She stares right through him. <gasps> Delivery's here! Jimmy Wieners, the hot dog delivery man, bursts through the door. He's got two big paper bags and a grin that never fades. Jimmy Wieners here! I got your hot dogs! No. No, we don't want any more hot dogs. Well, what do you know? Today's your lucky day. Today we've got something extra gourmet. Today's kit includes three dozen slices of fresh bologna to wrap around y'all wieners and a flaming hot Cheetos crumble to give it a real kick. Y'all taste buds won't know what hit them. <gasps> what a day! No. Here's your fresh wieners. Hot fresh buns. Hot juicy ketchup and mustard. No, 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 no. We still have hot dogs. We still have buns. We've got bottles and bottles of unopened ketchup and mustard. Please, no more. I beg of you, end this horror. You mean you want to talk to the boys upstairs? I don't think you want me to do that. It's best just to eat your hot dogs and ask, not ask any more questions. They see all. They know all. Just eat a hot dog and your day will be brighter. Please. Henry reluctantly accepts his fate and takes a bite of a hot dog. Things turn back to cheery. Jimmy Wieners leaves the hot dog supplies on the counter. Well, I'll see you folks tomorrow and every day after that. Goodbye, Jimmy Wieners. Henry sadly slumps to the floor, still solemnly eating his hot dog. Deb takes a big bite of a dog and chews it up, but doesn't swallow. Time to feed little Billy. Paid for by the Hot Dog Board of Ontario. Minor problems with Judge Matt. Today in court, minor problems with Judge Matthew Minor. We have Susie Hawkwood and her sister-in-law, Brittany Hatchet Hawkwood. Court is in session. Susie Hawkwood, you may state your case. Hi. So, uh, I was going away on a little vacation. I was going uh, away for two weeks. And over those two weeks, uh, I have some very uh, dear to my heart uh, houseplants. And I asked my sister-in-law, Brittany, to, over the course of those two weeks, check in on my houseplants, water them, make sure they're getting enough sunlight, and a lot of love and affection. And uh, I assumed, you know, she'd be able to take care of them. And when I returned home after the two weeks, uh, they were completely dead. And how does the defendant plead? Not guilty. Obviously. And why is that? Because her plants were like already dead when I showed up. May I ask, what kind of plants were these and were they indeed dead on arrival? 
they were not dead on arrival, Your Honor. Uh, we had, uh, I had, there was a, uh, a little succulent uh-huh. named Jeremy Ranner. Oh, that's cute. Um, there was a uh, money tree mm-hmm. named Roger Hawksworth. And there was a little uh, shamrock named Brant. This may be unorthodox, but it is my court. So I ask you, plaintiff, if you could dole out a punishment, what would it be? Well, uh, what I would like to see happen, what I am seeking is that uh, Miss Brittany is uh, no longer my sister-in-law. I see. I would like you to annul her marriage to my brother. Uh, may I ask you, uh, Miss Brittany Hatchet-Hockwood, are you in dire straits with your husband? We have a great marriage. I love my husband, and uh, I wish I could say the same about um, my sister-in-law, Susie, over here, because when I, you know, plant sit for her, it's just unbelievable. Like, Hold on. May I interject? <clears throat> of course I can. It's my court. You said you sat on the plants. No, she asked me to plant sit. Your, your Honor, Honor, Your Honor, from what I could tell, it looked like there was butt implants, uh, implantations around my plants, as if she did sit on them. Now, may I ask, I'm not a plant man myself. I don't like them. I don't like to look at them. I wish they didn't exist. But, may <laughs> I ask, may I ask, do plants like it when you sit on them? Your Honor, I didn't sit on them. It's an expression like as if you were uh, a babysitter, you're a plant Objection? <clears throat> she didn't answer the question? You do not need to explain babysitting to me. I had a babysitter. Her name was Brenda. She was very kind. Your Honor, uh, plants do not like it when you sit on them. Maybe if the sun did, because then there'd be a lot of photosynthesis, I suppose. But not, not people butts. I see. So if the sun sits on a plant, the plant will like it. That is my belief. Brittany, may I ask you, is your butt made of the sun? Your Honor, I, I, I don't know what this has to do with um, the fact that when I showed up, the plants were kind of dead. Your uh, Honor, I do believe that is not where the sun don't shine. So, what I think is going to have to happen, Brittany, you're yes. going to have to divorce your husband and move out. I will take your place. I will change my name to Brittany Hatchet Hawkwood. Uh, I will become... Your sister-in-law, Susie Hawkwood. Uh, okay. You will be my sister-in-law, and okay. we will sit on the plants to revive them with okay. our sunshine butts. Uh, I accept, Your Honor. I, I don't. I don't think this is really fair. Well, that is minor problems with Judge Matt, and I've made my decision. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Terry Doleful, owner of the Songbird Cafe, the only eater in the entire country where we treat both your taste buds and your ears. That's right, enjoy a delicious meal and hear a delightful tune courtesy of one of our servers. Are our servers world-renowned vocalists? Of course not, but they try their best. Is there a large catalog of songs they perform? Again, no. Our servers only sing one song, Miley Cyrus' 2010 hit song, When I Look At You. Do they at least sing the song well? Not really. What am I 
The world is falling apart when there's no light to break up the dark. That's when I, 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 I look at you. We didn't hire any servers who were trained singers. We just kept all the staff from my last restaurant. Some can barely carry a tune. Others forget the words. Why would I open a restaurant that only sings one Miley Cyrus song that most of the wait staff can't even sing properly? Great question. Is it because when I look at you is my ex-fiance's favorite song and this is a lame attempt to try to win her back? Yeah, that was a great guess. It is my ex-fiance's favorite song and I have no idea how else to win her back. I'm certainly not going to make any personal changes. Yeah, when my world is falling apart, when this whole has to break up the dark, Sign up for our email blast and you'll receive a coupon for a free dessert that you can enjoy in the silence chamber. Just use promo code TAKEMEBACKDEBBIE. When my world is falling apart, when Break up the jar, that's fine. The Songbird Cafe. Because I can't unkiss your sister. Pitch it or ditch it. Alright, the last time I'm here. Uh, so, uh, one thing we like to do on the show is uh, pitch the next great Hollywood idea. So, uh, with well, this being kind of our soft reboot, we thought, hey, two characters that are uh, rebooted all the time in Hollywood and probably sooner or later could meet in a movie when Disney owns everything are Batman and Spider-Man. Old webhead. <laughs> um, so, I thought, well, we thought, let's do a movie uh, pit- pitting them against one another. Mm-hmm. Batman versus Spider-Man. Nice. Or Batman v Spider-Man, like the DC one that they did with Superman. Mm -hmm. That made it sound like a legal battle. Should we do it where it's an actual legal battle? Oh, that's a fun idea. Okay, here's the thing. So, Bruce Wayne owns that big Bruce Bruce Tower? No, Wayne Tower. Wayne Tower. (laughs) Wayne Enterprises. And Spider-Man is swinging from it. But then, like, he breaks off one of the gargoyles while he's swinging because the gargoyle wasn't solidly built. And it causes like a couple thousand dollars worth of damage. Uh, so it's just a big legal battle between Bruce Wayne and Spider-Man. It feels like Spider-Man's got more of a case if that gargoyle wasn't built up to snuff. I know, that's his argument. And he's a riveting case. It's a very 12 Angry Men scenario. I love if we don't even bring into the fact that two characters from separate comic universes are just... <laughs> in the- that would be the thing people expect the most. Like, is there some sort of dimensional rift? And Spider-Man comes through to the DC world? Is Batman going to the Marvel world? But no, it's just like, oh, we don't pay attention to that at all. Nope. <laughs> Not only that, there's no action in it. You get like a, yeah. you get a brief hint of the actual like web-slinging and swinging. And you're like, oh, that's exciting. And then it's all over and it's all in court after that. <laughs> Bruce Wayne doesn't even make an appearance because it's not like he's going to argue his own case. Like, he's going to that. <laughs> It's just someone representing Batman. <laughs> and Spider-Man. Not even Batman, just, just Bruce Wayne. It doesn't even come up that <laughs> he is Batman. Yeah, they don't even know that he's Batman. Because the there's, there's not a lot of legalness happening in, in superhero movies. Like, there's a lot of destruction. There's, there's a lot of villains. The, isn't there, like, a, wasn't Two-Face in that movie, though? The DEA or something? 
he's a DA at just yeah. how we get that that was a cool court scene actually where yeah. he like punches a guy in the face I don't know but there's not so... gonna be any of that in this one uh, <laughs> it's uh... gonna be reviewing uh, architectural plans <laughs> lists of building materials can we do a sidebar uh, on that scene from the dark knight how did he get a gun into the courtroom like don't they have a search don't they search it them? was carbon fiber okay so it wouldn't show up on them because that's a line in there carbon fiber right nine millimeter <laughs> made in china and like he yeah, stuck it up his butt or something like how did he get to america how did how did this like mafia guy? I feel like it was just in his like they did not pat him down at all. No. They were like, he'll go through a metal detector. That'll be enough. Yeah, that's all. You know, who cares if he's any other kind of weapon that doesn't isn't made of metal? Ah shit. Yeah. What if he just brought like a sharp stick? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just okay. I'll, 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 I'll admit to everything, Mister Dent. Come closer. closer. Even closer. A little closer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pine. You just found it in your backyard. You can try to kill the servant. You should use fur. Actually, going back to like in the, like in the comics, and in I think Batman Forever too. The actual thing and how he becomes Two Face is the guy throws acid on his face right. in court. Mm-hmm. So how do you smuggle a jar of acid <laughs> into the courtroom? Because that would you'd have to keep that upright, or at least you know, don't want to spill yeah. it. Can't get too close. So it's not like a Ziploc baggie. It's like a <laughs> jar or like some sort of canister. Yeah, that'd be extreme. What's that? Oh, that's a thermos. That's a warm soup. Just if I uh, get hungry. <laughs> here's here's another idea. Yeah, so sure. This okay. is I think what's actually happening in uh, the real Batman and Spider-Man worlds right now in the movie universes are they're bringing in different actors who have played them before all right. in all the reboots. Okay. So in like the Flash, the Flash movie that's coming up, they've got like Ben Affleck's Batman all plus right. Michael Keaton's Batman. Oh. Interesting. And then like the the rumor for the next Spider-Man movie is like kind of a Spider-Verse thing with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in it too. Tobey's back. I'm into it. I never saw the Andrew Garfield ones. Me neither. Um, I do actually. I don't know. I do really enjoy the movie. The idea of a really boring courtroom drama. Well, it doesn't have to be boring. Like I mean, we we can have some real uh, humdinger lines. Every in single there. every single witness throws acid at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Don't you? Don't you do what that last guy did. Oh, shit. Can, we, can I get, like, a face shield or some sort of... Can we pat them down first? Uh, no. <laughs> what other situations could Batman and, and Super or, uh, Spider-Man end up in the same? What if... Uh, so a lot of times in these, like, good guy face-off movies, they start out as enemies and then learn, oh, we're on the same side. But what if we also connect that with that kind of thing that happened with the first phase of Marvel movies where it was, like... They become a hero, and then they fight basically the same thing that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so that. what if Batman and Spider-Man uh-huh. are both doing something? Maybe Wayne Enterprises is creating a Bat-Spider hybrid. I like it. And Spider-Man, Peter Parker, is there. We don't say why. He's, and just, he's donating just taking sperm. pictures. He's taking pictures okay. for the paper. Yeah. <laughs> or he donated sperm. Well, to make the spider part, right? <laughs> oh, Sure. Okay, sorry, I'm derailing you again. Keep going. We couldn't find any spiders, but this guy dropped off a whole lot of jizz. <laughs> Can we use that for the spider bat? Uh, you couldn't get a spider? No, no spiders, but this guy brought a lot of jizz. He promised it's going to work. <laughs> but what if so, in mirroring how Spider-Man gets his powers, what if the radioactive bat spider bites some other guy? 
but instead of superpowers, he turns into some giant spider bat monster. Mm-hmm. Batman and Spider-Man have to team up to take it down. That sounds really good. In a legal battle where the <laughs> family of the man spider sues Wayne Enterprises. And you can see, like, the man spider just looks really sad in court. Like, he's just he's got his handcuffs on and looks really upset. Oh, I like that. That's a fun movie. All right, what do we do? Are we pitching this or ditching this? I'm going to ditch it and say that instead the movie should have been that they end up on So You Think You Can Dance together. <laughs> That hasn't been a Batman Spider-Man cast. Here comes Louise from left field. Yeah. (laughs) Put him on So You Think You Can Dance. I want to see what happens. Mm -hmm. I'm clinging to this legal battle bit. It's just an element we haven't seen enough. I I love a good courtroom drama. Mm -hmm. I like a good comic book movie. Why not combine the two genres? Matt, do you want to pitch this? Bring, bring. Oh, we're doing it on the phone. No, Hello? let's do it in person. I hang up. I hang up. Okay. Is your phone on? <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Mr. TriStar, how are you doing That's today? That's very rude. I'm doing all right. I'd appreciate it if you turned your phone off. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Especially my old style phone with the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you brought a whole... Rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. May I ask you, what is your uh, favorite film genre? Um, well, I love a good... Uh, dog gets lost in the wilderness and has to find his way home movie well i don't got one of those for you but i do have a legal drama but hold on not just legal drama should i hold on to my hat please do a superhero legal drama whoa my hat almost blew away okay and to top it all off a double reboot what not just one reboot in a movie but two two Mm-hmm. And a, what? A, a boot for each foot? That's right. And we're, we're talking the most charismatic superheroes out there. Batman Whoa. versus Spider-Man. <gasps> they face off in court. We're talking Whoa. like 12 Angry Men. We're talking like that movie with Jack Batman. Nicholson and Tom Cruise. A Few Good Men? That's the one. We're talking uh, The Lincoln Lawyer. We're talking... Oh boy, I'm running out of courtroom. To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. That's right. All of them American classics. Do you want Whoa. to be known for making an American classic? I sure do. Do you want it's to be, my dream. Do you want to be known for rebooting two of the most charismatic animal-based superheroes? <laughs> you fucking know I do. Then you should buy the script. Okay. What what are they are they battling over some sort of hero mishap? Did Somewhat, some yeah. Of... No, Spider Man actually knocked over a gargoyle that was not bolted down properly, and uh, Batman countersues. So Batman is suing Spider Man because Spider Man knocked down the gargoyle. Right. Spider Man is countersuing Batman because it was wasn't really properly affixed to the top of the skyscraper because uh, Spider-Man should be able to like uh, do his own thing and, and, and who's at fault who's at fault right so they're kind of suing each other uh, it look, it's looking like a big case a big case big case and do we address at any point why Spider-Man or Batman have crossed universes nope I love it <laughs> I'm in yeah does one of them make a climactic speech absolutely is it's Batman mostly, actually there, or is he being represented by a team of lawyers? We want to keep it realistic. 
we don't want to go too far outside of how they would actually act and there's no way bruce wayne would uh be in there for a civil dispute so no he's, he won't true. be in the movie and that'll actually save us a lot of money because we don't need a big shot to play bruce wayne you don't need that ben affleck money cool who's gonna play spider-man peter parker <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Sold. Greenlit. That was right, a, so. that was a sloppy old pitch, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the sloppier pitch, the sloppier the pitch, the better the pitch. You did your um, best. By the time we get to episode two hundred and six, Matt, our pitches are gonna be uh, tight. Oh yeah, they'll be brief and to the yeah. point. The punchy, punchy. Tight like my briefs. Toy yes. like a toy. Um, all right, that's going to wrap up uh, this episode. Thank you so much for listening, listener. Hey, that's a nice shirt you're wearing. It's real sharp. Mm-hmm. I like that color on you. You should wear more of it. You look nice. It brings out your eyes. And your rock hard ass. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can, uh, if you like this, uh, subscribe. Please subscribe to podcasts and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Click that subscribe button. There's a subscribe button. Anyways, uh, you can also find us on YouTube. We put out funny videos every month. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at the SMEXP, on Instagram at the SM Experience. We have a Tumblr. We have lots of fun stuff. We're having fun. Matt, always a pleasure. Always. always. Uh, uh, welcome to the welcome to the team. I'm so excited to be here. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 This has been an SM Experience production. Special thanks to the Songbird Cafe and Earplugs.